Hello folks, welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for the 16th of April to the 7th of May. Microsoft have been a little bit quiet, so I thought I'd just add an extra week on and have a slightly bigger gap between videos. We have got Forms Lists Outlook, a real nice one for Outlook folks, uh, SharePoint Stream Teams, and then we'll have a look around 365. As always, it's great if you subscribe. Uh, it really helps out the channel, but also it means that you get updated when we release a new video. So let's get straight into it, talk about forms. So delayed, so the uh, templates for commercial users that we talked about before. So the templates across the top there, if I just zoom in on that, you'll see this is also the new layout. You can see that we've got um, the, the, the form, new form and the quiz are separated at the top. My forms has been pulled up from the bottom right hand side up to here. And we've got these new templates for organizing successful events, improving employee satisfaction, digitizing your day-to-day -day workflows. It'd be interesting to see how that looks actually. And getting insights into uh, your product and services. And that'd be great for internal stuff as well. So that's been pushed back a little bit, but you should have it by mid-June. Forms distribution and email notification feature. This has been pushed back quite a bit. This is uh, mid-March to uh, late June. So this is the ability, let's have a zoom in on this as well. See this new button here? So this one is highlighted in green. Okay, so that is a new one. So that, this means that instead of you having to uh, create a form and then go into one of these other options on the right and then get the link and send that to a person, you can send them directly to people. And the good thing about that is you can then track whether or not they filled it in and you can get these send reminders and you get updates in Outlook. So that looks good, but it's going to be as late as June this year. Okay, delayed also is the splitting out of uh, sharing with uh, people to collaborate or with your, with your form or to send it. So just look at the, the right hand side here. Uh, at the moment, this is combined. It might what would have changed for you, but for me it's still combined. And you click on it, and then you choose what sort of share that you do. Whether you're going to share for people to fill it in, or share for someone to to to, to complete and create a form of you. Um, but they're just splitting those two out. So it's got a lot going on in forms in the next um, next few weeks, folks. So really worth looking out for these updates. And this new first run experience for forms new users. Now this has come up as a new item. But I've just changed that to a delayed one and saying it's due in early to late June because they were talking about a, uh, a new first run experience for, for forms and that kind of went a bit quiet and then they've got this new feature, this first run experience for forms users and it, I don't know whether it's they've done something new or it's just that original one which kind of fizzled out and then they, they, they're finally doing it, I don't know. But it seems to me like the, uh, the first run experience didn't happen. Uh, but anyway, you should have it now by uh, June. And apparently, it kind of gives you a good screen tour and tells you what you can do with forms, and it's meant to be quite good. So let's look out for that. Microsoft Lists. Microsoft Lists for Android. So you get a list on your um, Android device. And it's, I'm just going to go through this fairly quickly. You can create new uh, lists uh, using templates. You can uh, you, you get to them using recent My List favorites or, or search. You can you view them offline. You can organize, sort, and filter. Uh, edit data using apparently mobile-friendly controls, and you can add uh, data to your lists uh, and share them as per the rules in your company or organization. 
due late April to early May. So folks, that may be available now. So if you're an Android user and lists is your jam, worth you checking that out, see whether you can have that now. Okay, so OneDrive. The ability to go to SharePoint and say you would like to uh, pin a library to your uh, quick access. So you can see you've got the quick access here when you go to your OneDrive online. So you can you can uh, pin straight there from, from um, SharePoint, push back a little bit, but should be here. What's the date now? Should be here in the next two to three weeks. The ability to rename, um, add to OneDrive shortcuts. So you know you can go to, uh, go to a library and add to your add that to your OneDrive uh, shortcuts. You're gonna get the ability to rename it. That's just up as a one to watch. We haven't had many of those for a little while, have we? So I know very little about it. Uh, and you see, actually, it's kind of just like an early warning about it. It's not gonna be here till June. And you know how these things are. It might even be beyond and later than that. But there you go, folks. So if you do use uh, um, shortcuts in OneDrive, you can get the ability to rename them. Okay. For me, this is the update of the week. Uh, loot components in Outlook Mail Preview. So, loot components, for those of you who don't know, surfaced in Microsoft Teams from, uh, from just a regular day-to-day -day, uh, use, they've surfaced in Teams. Now, the best way for me to exp explain them is, imagine that you and I are working on a table or a, or a task list or a checklist. So, one way I might do it, if I just put that, say, into chat or put it into an email, it's Teams chat or, or regular email, I can send it to you, but you can't work on it. We can't work on it together. It's a bit kind of one way, isn't it? It's not, we're not, we can't collaborate at the same time on that thing. Now, what I could do is put a table, my list or whatever it is into a Word document and then send you the Word document and we could work on that together inside that table, for example. Now imagine I can pluck the table out of the Word document or pluck a paragraph out of the Word document and send you just a paragraph or just the checklist or just the table without the word wrapped around it. That's what you're gonna get with Loot Components. So already Microsoft Teams and they are coming to Outlook. So what else am I supposed to be telling you? For new emails and replies, uh, you can copy and paste those components between uh, emails and Teams chats. Now remember that these uh, components the, in Teams, certainly, and it, I, I suspect it'll be the same in, in Outlook, but we'll see. In Teams, whoever creates the loot components, it's in that person's OneDrive. But it's just like any other file, and you can you can, you can change the, the permissions on it, link it anywhere, you can move it to SharePoint or whatever, so we're super flexible. Um, what's exciting here is these two new components, Q&A and Voting Table, super exciting. Now, when I was doing uh, delivering an update to one of the informed team's large uh, government clients, this update probably um, created the most um, uh, the most interest and lots of conversation about it. Uh, bringing bringing uh, emails to life, making them genuinely collaborative. Uh, I think this is this is quite a big deal now. Uh, just looking at that date, uh, I. Think think that is meant to say uh, May. So apologies for that typo on that slide. Uh, now that's for talkative release users. And if you're one of those people, you'll know that's you. Now June onwards for the rest of us. So not, not that long really. So maybe uh, four to six weeks before we start seeing that. Um, 
yeah, it'd be super interesting to see how that pans out. Really excited. I think that uh, loot components will surface elsewhere in Microsoft 365. You'll probably see them appearing everywhere. I also expect there's going to be m many more uh, components. And look out, folks. And as soon as I know more about it, I'll tell you. Look out for a whole new app called Loop. So... What else have we got? The notifications pane in Outlook. So this is in uh, Outlook for Windows, a new pane that's a pit that'll appear and help you um, just stop you missing stuff. So if you've been at mentioned, it will it will just highlight it for you. So it's just like a notifications pane to keep you up to date with stuff that you might have missed in your emails. Okay, folks, let's go over to SharePoint now. SharePoint templates for SharePoint pages. So let us a little zoom in on this. So SharePoint section templates for your SharePoint pages. Let's have a little zoom in and you can see there, you've got a new section and those are the layouts that you can have. And they're, they're for curating image and uh, text combinations. So they are fixed, but as the as page editor, you can change them if you want to. And there is a preview of the six layouts. So just like a really nice, consistent way to lay out your images and, and your pages. So due any day now, um, but maybe as uh, as early as the end of the month for you. Site template history page. So dear pain. So this uh, this had quite a bit of interest as well. And I shared it on Twitter. It was uh, it got plenty of, um, of of attention. So let's say you've taken over a SharePoint page from somebody else. Unpicking someone else's work is often worse than starting from scratch yourself isn't it so this is just going to help you out so there's a new panel in site settings and it's going to show you a history of all the templates that have been applied by by somebody else so we've gone to the site settings here and you're going to click on view template history and it's going to pop out this window you can see on the right hand side although it won't be on the right it will just replace what the, the, the image and it tells you here that the template in this case, the uh, the department uh, template was applied by Lydia on this day and you can get more information there. So I think that's going to be super, super useful, especially if you're taking over somebody else's page due by the end of June for most of us. Okay, so private drafts. Every time I've talked about private drafts in SharePoint pages, let's say that we work together and we've got say 10 editors on our team and you and I are doing some awards for our team and we're working on a page, we don't want everyone else, all the other editors to be able to see it, do we? Because they might be the recipients. So we could have potentially created a page, created it as private draft, and I could have given you permissions or vice versa, and we could have worked on this together, but the rest of the team wouldn't be able to see it. Anyway, bad news is it's on hold. As soon as that uh, comes back, I will, of course, let you know. Large folder deletes on OneDrive and SharePoint. So if a folder's got 10,000 items in it, you can't delete it. You just go and clear some, clear some out. But that ability is coming. So due by the end of May, you're going to be able to delete those very large 10,000 plus item uh, folders. Oops. Planner cards. Now, I don't know much about this, folks. So that's why it's given. I've given it just that, that icon. Which is just one to watch. It's off in the distance at the moment. Although it says due in May. Uh, I believe that when I see it. I'm not even sure where that, uh, I, I know where the date came from. I, I know I got where I got it from, but I'm not sure where Microsoft have, have got that from. But let's see whether uh, whether that comes out. So this is planner cards. So let's say that um, in, in SharePoint uh, team, you've got a plan, a Microsoft planner plan, in, in, in as part of that um, uh, of that SharePoint site. Um, 
those those tasks that are due are going to appear in the site uh, homepage activity feed. Let's see when that comes out. And of course, I'll probably next time give you a bit more information about that. Conversation search in office.com and uh, SharePoint is on hold. Uh, I'll update you more about that when the time comes. Stream, stream on demand uh, caption and transcript generation for videos in OneDrive and SharePoint. Whew. It's due by mid-May, so any time now. Uh, it's just the ability. So there's old stream and new stream, isn't there? So the, the regular stream is like the it's the app. You, know, you go to the app launcher, open stream, um, and you can you, you view the videos in there. The, for the new stream, new stream um, uh, is it's in the browser and it's for videos which are on your OneDrive and SharePoint. And the most obvious example of what what, what those might be, I guess, might be your Teams meetings. So if you have a regular Microsoft Teams meeting. It will be in your OneDrive, or it was a channel uh, meeting. Uh, it will be in the, the SharePoint area that's associated with the team behind the scenes in the files area. Um, if you view those sort of videos, you get the new stream, which is just like in the browser. Anyway, that version of stream has been getting a lot of uh, love from Microsoft recently. Uh, so the ability to have um, transcripts and captions on demand is coming, but it's just a little bit late. Okay, Microsoft Teams, what we got? View together mode for everyone. So it's so as the um, as the uh, the organizer or the presenter, you can. Let me just zoom in down here. You can select this little tick box so that everybody who has their video on uh, comes in together mode. So uh, I've shown this a handful of times, and. The main concern was, does this mean that the organizer can turn my camera on? And no, it doesn't, it's, it certainly can't. So this just means that if everyone comes on video, whoever comes on video in your meeting, uh, where you've selected this, that everybody will see together mode. Now together mode is a bit of fun, um, but it's not fun when you have to explain to six people in your meeting how to turn it on. So you can just do this in advance. Now it might be that your participants don't like it, and they can just change it back, change it back to the normal gallery or the large gallery view. But I think the most important thing is, is that it doesn't turn your camera on, it just puts you into that mode if you do turn your camera on. Anyway, folks, due late May into mid-June. Show as options for Teams meetings. Now, I would be interested to see if you think this would be useful. Maybe pop up a, take a second just to pop a, a, a comment in the chat. Um, can you see a use for this? So this is the ability as a Teams organizer to set what everyone's status will be when they're at your meeting. So I could set it so that, so here, here's, here's a potential use. It might be that we've got a staff away day and I want to put all of us either as out of office or working elsewhere, or maybe it's I'm inviting people to the, I don't know, the work daytime Christmas party and Everyone who's coming to it is going to be marked up as out of office. Maybe that would be it, or a, a works, um, uh, a, just an, an off-site work um, uh, get-together, working elsewhere, or, or whatever. But I'd be interested to see whether you've got um, a use for that, because a lot of people I've shown it to are like, eh, I'm not sure what I'd use that for. Anyway, so this you are setting people's uh, status when they come to your meeting, and they can override it. You can see there that the person has accepted your meeting, and they're just changing their show as. So working elsewhere now i think it would have been maybe more useful if they'd have put working uh, attending in the office 
or attend, uh, attending from home, so people know whether you, you know what your status is going to be. But, but we'll see whether they're making changes to that. Anyway, folks, that is due late April to late June, so quite a big uh, wind window there. But it should be uh, here by the start of the summer. Okay, so every known method of going on and off mute during a meeting. So I blogged this, and uh, the reason that uh, I did a blog on this is. Let me just get the right uh, window over here for you. And the reason I've blogged on it is because I know somebody who twice in just a matter of weeks heard uh, on a meeting, someone on their meeting thought they were on mute and some of them just muttered to themselves how boring the presenter was and it was a guest trainer. And I just, I'm smiling because I, I, I do a lot of training and just the thought of your session starting like that I feel bad for both parties actually because if you're that person who thought they were, it's probably just equally as bad for them. And then the the other call was about a, a, a reorganisation of the um, of the, the the place that they work, just that they having a real there, and they shared they were muttering their opinions themselves and they dropped in a whole load of f bombs, and they weren't on mute either. So just thought I just just a quick reminder. So what can you do? So you can um, click the mute button on Teams, obvious. Uh, press uh, Control Shift and M to go on and off mute, and that's fine. But the, the Teams has got to be your fo your in focus window, and what I mean by that is, so if I if, if I'm on this browser now that I'm wiggling around, it's the thing I've clicked on, it's the thing I'm looking at, I'm engaged with. If I do anything, it happens in there. That's the in focus window. For example, if I were checking my emails and someone said, "Hey Mark, can you just clarify the X Y Z feature?" and I did Control Shift and M and my email was my focus, I'd get a new email. So make sure that that, that, that is, your, is your focus. Toggle on and off using the spacebar. I really like this. Two things, Teams has got to be focus, but also the mic has got to be the active button. So you've got to have clicked on the mic button to go on or off mute. Then you can just press the spacebar to go on mute or off mute. Works beautifully. Probably most useful if you are like a more well, a passive attendee, you're not presenting anything, you're not clicking on all that stuff. You can get your meeting up, click on the mic to go on or off mute, and then just press the, uh, the space bar. That works well. Um, my favorite, if I'm honest, is a headset. I always use a headset. I like, I like having a wired headset with a dongle like this. This is the sort of dongle that I have. You can just press on uh, mute and unmute. It doesn't matter. It's fast. Like you just you, you have it. I, I, I personally have got my right on my desk next to me. I've velcroed down, so I always know where it is. Super fast to go on and off mute, and uh, it doesn't matter which is your active window, that always works. So that's my favorite. This is a real nice one. Press the talk. Now, Teams has got to be your focus window, the thing that you're looking at and active in. So if you're on mute, so it doesn't put you on mute, it says you have to already be on mute. Press Control and Spacebar, hold those down, and for as long as you're holding them down and you, you can speak, you come off mute, release the keys, and you go back on mute. So it's like a press to talk. Uh, you might have to go into your settings. You can see on the screen there, I've got uh, settings. You might have to go into the settings just to make sure it's turned on. But that, folks, is super useful. You can just, if you just kind of caught out, you don't know where your mouse cut pointer is, hold them down, say your thing, release the keys, and then you, uh, and then you're back on mute. So if you want more information about that, or you want to share that with a colleague, hop over to the blog, uh, do a search for, uh, for mute uh, over on the website, and you'll find it. Anyway, let's get back to the updates. The pairing of naming convention between 
Teams channels and corresponding SharePoint folders. Let me just unpick that for you. So you know that we have Microsoft Teams at the same time, a SharePoint site got created in your head. Let's just just imagine that it's behind your uh, your team. And then when you go to, to T-Team, when you go to the channel, you go to the to, to files, we look at files there, really looking at in, into a into uh, the default document library in this new SharePoint site behind the scenes. And every time you go you go to a channel, you create a channel, a folder with that same name gets created uh, behind the scenes. Now, the issue is that when you change the channel, this this folder back here wasn't being it wasn't being renamed. Now, if you just go purely in through Teams, that's not a problem. But with some of the new features that are coming to Outlook, where you can go to uh, you, you go, go, go to go to uh, OneDrive, so go to OneDrive, uh, look at the more, and then you go. There's a new section in there. It's going to be my Teams or your Teams. Uh, it'll take you straight to your team. But then you look at the folders, and they've got different names. The channels, you don't know, so you don't know where to look. Anyway, that um, feature of updating one updates the other it's been pushed back a little bit but should be here now by mid june okay let's go through some rapid fire um, new things that are coming so we've got uh, approvals and teams uh integrated into sharepoint lists uh due may additional filters added to the approvals list because that's related to that previous one as well mandatory comments for the approvals app in teams apparently due in april so Unless that happened in the past and I forgot to tell us about it, I'll follow up on that maybe uh, uh, for the next session. Data export within the approvals app, also due in the past. Maybe they did put it in, but they're just updating us. Um, for the, for those folks, um, you can. Uh, I've literally got a paragraph on the blog about them. I I need to, to have some wait for some more information to come out, uh, and I'll maybe just just expand on that a bit next uh, next 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 couple of weeks. The Microsoft Teams app is now available in the Microsoft Store. I, I've, I've been using Teams for five years. I just don't even know what to say about the fact that it's just found its way into the store. Um, but I assume that you've managed to find it somehow anyway. Um, Microsoft Teams chat embedded within Dynamics 365. Another one I don't have a lot of information about. Also coming out in June. Let's go back. So those are all May and April. So this one's in June. Delete your call history. They're interested in whether it's delete it or just hide it. Uh, and I guess that would be quite a niche feature, wouldn't it? I'm not sure many of us have got roles where we, we need to hide our, our history. But we'll see what, how that pans out. I'll tell you more about it at the time in June. Uh, casting from your Teams desktop clients onto a Teams room uh, machine. Uh, push back a little bit, but it's now due by the end of the month. And soft focus, you got the ability. Let me zoom in on this for you. This is the ability to basically... Well, I don't know how else to phrase this, folks. I assume it's I assume it's just to ease out a few wrinkles, maybe. I I don't I don't know how else to, I don't know what else you do use it for, or a nice way of saying it. Um, so you can turn it on and off, but also you can adjust the brightness as well. Push back a little bit, folks. Uh, but it's due anytime now to late June. Okay. Let's have a look around 365. People-centric search in Microsoft Search is on hold. I think I mentioned that earlier. SMS notifications for bookings appointments in the UK. So if you use the bookings app in the UK, you can have it send, um, basically, we call them text messages here, uh, out to people to booking, and that is due, uh, should be, you know what, I wouldn't be surprised if that's available now, folks, early May. The format options pane in Visio, so we'll talk about this more later, but you can get a new pane for uh, with, with formatting options for Visio for the web. Now remember, uh, about three months ago maybe, 
Uh, Microsoft added a reserve for the web for all 365 plans for everybody. So, so that's um, a lot of people will be able to use that. I may be able to expand on that a little bit nearer the time. Okay, so folks, we're done. Remember, you can keep up to date on Facebook, regular updates on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube. Um, if uh, if you're in the, in the industry and you like LinkedIn, hit me up on LinkedIn. You can follow the stuff that I do over there. Maybe you uh, like listening to podcasts, so check out uh, Super Simple 365 on whatever your podcast catcher is. Hop over to the blog for more information or sign up, go to the blog, sign up for the newsletter, and you'll get a heads up whenever there's a new uh, video out. So now, for now, folks, that's it. So what? how long have we been going on for? So quite long, actually. I thought it would be quicker than this. So thank you for watching to the end, if you have, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks.